Hello everyone and welcome back to season two, episode forty of the Sports Rundown Podcast. We talk we start out this podcast by talking about the NBA playoffs. The NBA playoffs are now in their semifinal stage, with the LA Clippers, the Phoenix Suns, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Atlanta Hawks being the four teams that are left trying to go for the NBA title. Game five of the of the Clippers game was happened last night. The Clippers were able to take this game 116-102 on the back of Paul George, one of the stars of the Clippers, having a playoff career high of 41 points and 13 rebounds. It looked like with Kawhi Leonard, the other star of the Clippers, being out with this game still, it was there was a lot of emphasis on Paul George being able to carry the load and, and others to help the Clippers be able to get back in the series after falling down 3-1 in the first four games. Game six will be tomorrow back in LA after win- after they were able to win this game in Phoenix, which making this an even bigger win for this team. But I feel like a lot of the a lot of the emphasis in this game was just from the very beginning. The Clippers came out and played. I feel like it played a lot better than the than the Suns. They played very fast and very just very quick quick thinking from the very beginning of this game, which is why I f- which is why it seemed that th- this was the Clippers game to lose in a lot of sense because they led from the very beginning of the game. With this said, there were some times when the Suns were able to make this a decently close game. For most of this game, it really looked like this was the Clippers game to win to be able to get this back to 3-2. Tomorrow will be a huge game because LA will be going back home for the chance to take a 3-1 series, which in a lot of cases means that the series is pretty much over, and maybe have a chance to take it back to 3-3 because of the fact that they were able to win this pivotal game 5 on the road. The other game in the NBA playoffs is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. The Bucks were able to take Game Three in Atlanta, the very first game in Atlanta on the road, with with Chris Middleton, one of the big scorers for the Bucks, having a, outscoring the entire Atlanta Hawks team in the fourth quarter. He was this game was very tight down to the very end, but it was able to be Chris Middleton and the Bucks in the fourth quarter that were really able to pull away from the Hawks and be able to get the win at this point. One big talking point in this game was that Trey Young, the star, the star scorer for the Atlanta Hawks, is now questionable going into Game Four tonight in Atlanta with a sprained ankle, which he suffered in Game Three. Which he suffered in Game Three. This this is going to be big because there was a lot of emphasis on Trey Young to score uh, score thirty to forty points for to be able to keep the Atlanta Hawks close in this game against the Bucks because of just how good of a team they are. So with him out, there's gonna either he and it's looking like at this point, if he does play, he won't be on full strength. There's going to have to be somebody else on this Bucks team that really steps up and really takes the emphasis on themselves, or somebody else. Sorry, somebody else on the Hawks team that really steps up and takes the emphasis on them to be able to try to win this pivotal game four and not also go down three one like the Clippers have. With this said, it, it looks like a, a, it looks like the Bucks are going to be able to take this mainly because of the fact that I feel like Trey Young he it, these games have been close and that's been with Trey Young at a hundred percent. So now with this question mark of him not being at a hundred percent, I think that it's really going to be hard for the Hawks to be able to really sustain with the Bucks scoring ability with Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo with their just absolute scoring power without having unless somebody like really like. Somebody like Clint Capella or somebody, especially somebody inside for the Hawks, is able to or is able to take over and put up big numbers and big rebounding numbers, big scoring and big rebounding numbers for the Atlanta Hawks. I think that the Bucks will most likely take this game to be able to go up three one. 
in Atlanta for them the game go back to Milwaukee for them to be able to finish off the series. Another sport that's in their finals game is the NHL. They're in the NHL finals of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. Last night was game one of this of this series between the Lightning and the Canadiens. This, for a lot of it, was a very, very close game. Between it was two with it being one old lightning going into the into the first period, and one at one old going lightning and going at the end of the first period, and then be two one going to the second period. So it looked like going to the second, even though the Montreal was down a goal, that they were still very much in this game because because of the fact that it was just such a close game. But it ended up not looking like that close of a game at the very end. With uh, Lightning then going on to score three goals in the final period to be able to win this game three one, to be able to win this game five one, excuse me. So, but like if you look at this game after, it's like this game wasn't very close. But if you look at if you look at the shots on goal and the other stats in this game, it's real. It really does show that this was actually a pretty close game between these two teams. It was just it was just the third period where the Lightning ended up being able to pull away from them to be able to end up taking the win. And be able to go up one nothing in this best of best of seven series in the Stanley Cup Finals. Another sport that's also in their final series in a somewhat controversial final series is the College World Series of of college baseball. Game two will be tonight. And game two will be tonight in the best of three series between Vanderbilt and Mississippi State. Vanderbilt was able to win the first game on on, on pitching from their ace Coulter, be able, be able to win the game eight two, the very first game of this series. So, but but with this said, a lot of people think that this game is under protest because of the fact that Vandy. A lot of people say Vandy shouldn't be there because they their first game before this was against NC State. With this game being double elimination, they would have had to go in and beat NC State twice. They were able to go in and beat them in a very tight game the very the, the first time to be able to then send it to a second game. So, but then did this first game that they played against NC State, there was kind of an asterisk beside it because NC State was only able to play with thirteen players because of because of COVID throughout their team because of COVID contraction and the rules that the NCAA has put in if there are found COVID cases on one of these teams. So it really put an asterisk on this. On this game, because of the fact that they really they weren't able to play on full strength, missing some of their starters, such as their center fielder and second baseman, who would usually start for them, weren't there because they were either asymptomatic, meaning they didn't show symptoms of COVID, or they were they contracted and would have had to quarantine for that game. The big news, the big news going on with this is game two, because it would then be the game two was supposed to be played the next day between these two teams, but it would end up not being played because at two a.m. that morning. The the College World Series committee that has to do with COVID and the way that they deal with COVID cases on these teams came out and said that that there there was not going to be a game because NC State would have had to forfeit because of the COVID cases and the risk that that they bring to Vanderbilt and the and the fans that would be at this game. So which is why it's very controversial because with NC State coming in as the top seed, having a very good postseason, not coming in ranked, but coming in being a very top seed. A lot of people think that even though Vanderbilt won that first game, NC State's pitching firepower, like overall, was really going to be able to help them. Even with on that second game, Vanderbilt having their ace on the on the mound, Jack Letter, with him him and Culture being two top picks going into the going into the MLB draft after this season. So a lot of people think that that 
a lot of people just like me think that they think that there should have been a way that the NCAA committee could have found a way to be maybe push off this game. I do understand the fact that they're playing this in a certain time period, which is why these games are one after another, and there aren't games off like the NBA playoffs. Like there aren't days off in between. But with that said, I feel like there has to be some way where to be able to help out NC State and their fans with understanding coming from the NCAA committee to understand that they've waited their they've played their entire season to get to this moment, and now because of COVID cases, the night before they are now they are now have the inability to play going forward. I think, in my opinion, that there is going that there had to have been some way for them to find to be able to be able to make it so that NC State would then be able to play again. But with this said, I do understand where they're coming from because there is a big issue right now with COVID cases affecting affecting these teams. But with, with that said, I just I th- it makes me feel really bad for the fans of NC State knowing that they waited this their entire season to be able to get to this point. You got to play then for a College World Series in Omaha with all the games that they've played and then end up being knocked out after because the COVID case isn't something that they can't control. With that said, Vanderbilt is in the College World Series against Mississippi State. Last night they played game one of this game of this series, winning that series eight to two with winning that with, with dominant pitching being the forefront of that and, and great hitting off a miss off a very talented Mississippi State pitching staff. But with that said, I think that I think that Vanderbilt was still going to be able to take this game in two because I think that just the dominant pitching, the one-two punch between Coulter and Jack Letter, both top picks going into the MLB draft, will be able to just and and Vanderbilt's just very well hitting, which they showed in that first game, will really be able to propel them into being back-to-back College World Series champions after being able to win it the year before, being out not being able to win it. Two years before, after COVID was able was shut shut down Omaha last year, so I do predict them winning this game on dominant pitching. Even though I I do think and I do know that Mississippi State is pitching their ace tonight, but even with that said, I think that the dominant pitching, not to mention the dominant bullpen that Vanderbilt has on their team, I think that. Even if it is close down the stretch, that Vanderbilt will go to their bullpen and they will be able to shut down the lineup that Mississippi State has and is going to be throwing at this Vanderbilt pitching staff. With that said, this this wraps up Season 2, Episode 40 of the Sports Run-On Podcast.